tug and train. Donate now at shockyplace.com for the kids. Hey guys, this week on Awesome Cast, we uh, talk about Tech Cocktail and all the fancy new companies, all that, so much more. Awesome Cast. Find yourself in the Beachview area of Pittsburgh? Check out the official pizza of this show, Slice on Broadway, sharing an abnormal obsession with pizza we can relate to. Check them out at sliceonbroadway.com and tell them this show sent you. Welcome to the Awesome Cast. It's time to get geeky, have some fun here from the studios here in Pittsburgh, PA. I'm Mike Sorg at Sorgatron on the Twitter, uh, ready to get awesome. Joining us, uh, oh crap, I never picked, I never set up Mike. I'm sorry. God. I never set up Mike. It's such a last minute thing that I just didn't even set you up, apparently. It's okay. People know who I am. I'm a pretty, pretty big deal on the internet. He's internet famous. I am. All right. So there's your thing. Now I'll make you notch on chinchilla. I was going to say, we have one of those. <laughs> That's me. <laughs> Do I usually actually use your name on here? Yeah, you use my normal name. Sometimes it doesn't. It doesn't matter. People know me as both. I still just call you Mad Mike because I always forget how to say your last name. That's fine. I forget how. To is say that it just sometimes. where we're at with our lives these days? Where I just know I like, <clears throat> like, is it bad that I can never say your last name, even though I've known you for how long? I think I still have Dave in my phone as Doc Remedy. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I do. Okay. Okay. That answers that. Yeah, funny story. The first time I met him, I forgot what he looked like. I remember because he was picking me up from the airport, and I forgot what I was supposed to be looking for, and I didn't have a device yet, so I couldn't just Because look we were an audio show at that point, yep. right? So there was like yep. no basis whatsoever to know what he looked like. How do you think we felt when like Vim came to town? Because <laughs> we're just like, wait, <laughs> we haven't even... We have emailed with this guy from another country. <laughs> And he's going to visit us and stay in my house. It's not until like he's on his way back from the airport that we think, wait, was this a good idea? To be fair, the accent would have given him away, I think. <laughs> well, I don't think that's the, that's, that was the worry. Well, I mean, you know, you, you have strength in numbers there. That's true. That's true, too. He, I think he had more cause to be concerned than you did because he was literally going across a pond, like across a big pond and had no other contact. Well, well, no, no, no. Actually, this is not true because we were part of a trip he was doing here. And I think he came here from Chicago and his girlfriend at the time was also along on the trip. Oh, okay. So I was the only idiot that flew there without any, without knowing anyone at all. Yes, because because um, Amon came with family. Oh yeah. Okay. So I I'm met, the only. Idiot. I met the entire clan. <laughs> yes, you're the only one. But you're from New York. That's true. I probably could have taken Dave if I needed to. 
Okay. Alright, we'll try this again now. <laughs> hey guys, it's time to get geeky, get techie, get some fun. It's the awesome cast. I'm Mike Sorg here in the studios in Pittsburgh, PA, at Sorgatron on the Twitter, of course. Uh, with me in the studio, he's back, the baby daddy. What's up? I am back. He's the baby chilling. was not sleeping well today, but I made it. <laughs> Chilla is here, also on the couch. She's going to talk with us about her experience at Tech Cocktail last week. Is Missy, our rebellious flaw, if you want to catch up with her on the Twitters. You say something. It's an audio show, too. Oh, it's an audio show. Okay. Yes. Hi. 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 I'm here Hi. to talk some tech this week. Hi. And also, sticking around from the last show he was just on, is Mad Mike. Mad <laughs> Mike uh, 483. Holy. Ripple duty today, Sorg. Why not? Just do the Grand Slam. Yeah, you can do them all. You could be like, just, just all the shows. It's all around Mike. Just make it happen. I don't think, I don't think Chachi wants me on the next show. Uh, probably uh, not. Probably not. We're also out of slots for that one, probably, too. <laughs> uh, but this is the awesome cast where we like to talk tech and the internet and social media and whatever comes up during the week and have some fun with it. And we try not to go over some people's heads here, but sometimes we talk about the studio and it gets a little crazy. Um... But, of course, uh, we're here live every Tuesday at live.sorgatronmedia.com, where you can click the links as they post on sorgatronmedia.com, awesomecast.com. Um, you can also follow us on Twitter, at awesomecast. We're on Facebook, Google+, and you can uh, you know let us know any stories or comments on any stories that we talked about, have been tweeting out during the week, anything like that. Or drop us an email to awesomecast at sorgatronmedia.com. We're also on iTunes, Roku, Blip TV, YouTube, Stitcher, and Spreaker in video and audio forums. Pick up any of those that you know make sense for you. Uh, some of you may be folding laundry while you're while you're watching this show. Um, hi, Doug. <laughs> <laughs> I know he was earlier. I don't even know if he's in the chat anymore. So we'll check on that. Um, but anyway, so let's get started with our awesome things of the week. Missy, uh, we, we have, I, I think we have a collective awesome thing of the week. It is uh, uh, something that we attended last week called Tech Cocktail. Uh, and for video, there's something, uh, there's, a, there's a little picture of uh, that action from Dutters, who couldn't be with us. She's now at a Bruce Springsteen show uh, tonight, I understand. Um nice. So, she's, so that's her cool thing of the week is Bruce Springsteen? I think that's her cool thing is, yeah, Bruce Springsteen is what we're going with there. Um, so uh, this was a kind of uh, startup expo of sorts, party kind of thing. I don't know. How would you describe it, Missy? Um, I think the, the expo is kind of the best thing, uh, the best description of it. Um, pretty much showcase. Showcase is a good description. Okay. It took some of the local tech startups in the area and gave them a meet and greet type of thing where everybody can, you know, pretty much check out their stuff. They did a little presentation things. And then each of the companies actually had a minute that they were able to do a onstage presentation, you know, to tell us about their company and get us interested enough to come talk to them in the latter part of the, the meet and greet. Mm-hmm. Awesome. So, so uh, and we kind of we kind of divided. Uh, you you went with Dutters and, and talked to a few people. I talked to uh, some people as well. Um, one that uh, I, I definitely wanted to bring up the chili here. Uh, have you heard of Max My TV? I did not, but I saw you posted a link to it, but it's not in the. Yeah, well, if, uh, actually, I'll, I'll throw the uh, 
the uh, article. We, we have an article over at SorgatronMedia.com that has links to all these companies that we're going to be talking about here. Um, but I'll throw it in the doc for you there, Chilla. I just did. So uh, basically, yeah, it's a um, it, it's uh, yet another um, kind of Google TV sort of play, right? Um, but their thing was overlaying the social on top of it. And they're going to, and see if I can find an image of them talking about it, um, they're going to also integrate home security into this box. I like the concept. Mm -hmm. What worries me is, so Xbox has done this, Samsung's done it on some of their TVs. I think Verizon Fios may do it on their cable boxes. Mm -hmm. Will it catch? Unless it's something <clears throat> like, was it Raptor? Where it kind of auto posts saying you played this or you did this. I don't, are people going to post is it, is it is it posting what you're watching or no, it no, no, brings no, no, up no, no. the feed on it's, the TV? It's, it's, it's the whole thing is it's, it's kind of combining the social TV. You know, when, like I said, we've seen that the Twitter overlay thing before, I think. Um, so it, it, you know, when talking to them, it sounds like it's going to be a you plug your feed into it and it just overlays on top of that. Now it is running Android. It's actually uh, I think it's they said the, their demo is on a uh, Raspberry Pi uh, running Android. Uh, so. And they are going to open it up that you're going to be able to install like Play Store apps. I could see it. I could see it being very beneficial for people that enjoy sports mm -hmm. and getting watching one thing and getting all the information on all the other broadcasts. Where where I see this not working is in a couple cases. So you notice in the so they 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 show an example of their email and their their social and it's overlaid on the right hand side of the screen which means mm -hmm. and, and it's actually overlaid it and, and take a yes. picture and she was telling me this is not that's not the final how okay. it's going to look they're working on that and, and one of it might be actually taking that feed and knocking it over a little bit and then and shrinking then, the picture yeah like, actually so so i'm like so ratio. so i could potentially have these this feed going this way this feed going this way and i could have my own kind of bloomberg tv social media kind of kind of thing going on and she's like yeah that's 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 kind of what we're aiming for i'm like all right all the right second thing is and, and and i'd be interested to hear other people's comments on this mm -hmm. how many people watch tv alone so in our household very rarely is it one person watching the tv mm -hmm. so that stream on the side Whose stream is it? Whose stream is it? Or, and what could get really interesting is, can you log in multiple accounts? And then the Gmail example, is it going to be your mail, my mail, or, intertwined? Or it would or, be nice if it was like, you know, a show has a hashtag. You know, American Idol has a that hashtag. That would be cool. Raw has a hashtag, and that's what pops up. That can be also be very dangerous. I was talking earlier about how I have a feed in here with like Nintendo and wrestling hashtags, you know, video games and wrestling. I just threw it all in one, this or this or this or this. And sometimes I get porn that happens to be a lady with a Xbox controller, but she's naked and it's on Twitter. And there it is displaying in my feed. That's just sitting here while I'm working. Um, imagine that happening while you're watching Sesame street. I mean, I see, I see, we, we see a lot of the second screen stuff where it says follow along with a hashtag mm -hmm. or, 
tweet this because the the cast is is listening during the show. Mm-hmm. The other I thing got, is, I got a I got a tweet on WWE Network last night. Uh, talking, okay. they were watching their old school late at night, and I was just like, blah blah blah, you know. I didn't even think about it. And I'm watching, watching, I'm like, oh, hey, whoa, that's me, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a lot easier, I think, when you're watching stuff like that rather than raw. But and, and, and the other thing for the for the hashtag type of thing, is it going to do it where? And I've seen some companies experimenting this with this, where you can get the second screen experience, and you actually sync it with when you start watching. Mm-hmm. So if I DVR'd something. I can actually start the second screen experience and I get the tweets and everything as they would have appeared if I was watching it. I haven't heard of anybody doing live. this yet. I, so so th- that's Marvel, the other thing is Marvel if, their DVDs. What's that, Mike? I think I think Marvel does that with their DVDs, some of them. What do you mean? Like you like you um open the app for the movie when you start the movie and then It'll bring up like I know they did for the Dark Knight movie and for Iron Man two. I think they did it for the Harry like, Potter's too. Where, uh, well, no, the, the Harry Potter was different. They did there was no app for it. It was just like an, an all inclusive thing. But okay. the um, the Iron Man one, if you open up the app, it would show you like blueprints of like the Whiplash design and stuff like that. It would show you stuff when it hits in the movie. Like it would follow along. Mm-hmm. Kind of like second screen on HBO follows along with uh, Game of Thrones. Yeah, and kind of like the second screen on the WWE app when you watch Raw. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's. I mean, th- th- I think that's a close to what you want, but you want Twitter to come. Well, I don't care what it is, but so I mean, we do have but, this in some cases. Yeah. So, but I mean, in, in this case, they're just taking the Twitter feed, taking the social feeds, and doing that. But I, I was wondering, as because I know you're interested in this whole, the boxes, and you're interested in home automation, uh, what do you think about that combination so, so that I they're, think that's that they're good, promising? a good combination, and one of the things that I've, after experimenting with a lot of different things, mm-hmm. um, I think home automation needs to be its own little box. Okay. However that operates, um, running it on top of another PC in your house, I don't think is the way to go, whether it, it, it ties in with a box or, or some other type of device that's always on and always at your house. I really like their uh, remote control. Um, that looks really, really nice with the keyboard on the back. Um, I think a lot of... TiVo started to do this in um, Samsung, I think, has one remote that does this. That that I flip my remote over and I have a full QWERTY keyboard on the mm-hmm. back. I, I definitely think... That's well worth it. Oh, here it is. And I think I think this has happened a bit. I, I, was it Google TV that did this first with this remote? Yeah, with Ooh. the b- the one before the Q. Okay. The one before the Q that was like the I think it might have been actually made by Sony. It was a it was an oblong type box. I think it kind of represented a, a mm-hmm. PlayStation. But I think they did have the keyboard on the back. Um, uh, but it'd be, a, it'd be a definitely a cool thing thing to try out. Mm-hmm. My my next question would be okay with the home automation. Do they continue to sell? So they have a door sensor, a presence sensor, both yes. order. Yes, and they both said order. they said the sensors. Uh, in talking <clears throat> with them, they said the sensors are going to be about twenty bucks a piece, and of course the camera. And they had a camera example example camera there on display. Uh, of course, it would be a little bit more. But so it sounds like it's going to be a nice kind of starter home automation. Kind of so to system. at least get your lights. Yeah. yeah. That, that's cool. Um, they are uh, looking... I'm, I'm on the email list. I'm going to keep an eye out for it. But they are on the list for... Uh, they're going to be doing a Kickstarter. Oh, to okay, get this cool. going. 
Um, so, I mean, they, like I said, they have, and you can see kind of the, you know, tech specs there. I think they said that it's running a Raspberry Pi and all that. So, um, that gives you an idea what, you know, all it needs to run on. And that was a $35 board. You know, it's going to be cheaper. If they did something that was like, I imagine final, final, final assembly is not going to be a Raspberry Pi. It's going to be something custom, you know, their own board. Do you, that think? Does. Do you think they would just like buy, has anybody done this where they've just like bought Raspberry Pis, put it in a box had their soccer on it and said, here you go. I want to say there have been. There's nothing to stop that. There's no, yeah, there's nothing to stop that. And it's, it, it it takes them out of the business of trying to fabricate boards. True, true. And true. it's it's not, I'm guessing the, the, it's not a large overhead at, at that price point. Mm -hmm. I mean, when you look at, look at what they're doing, I could see them easily making money and, and maybe not putting a high um, markup. On, on that device, it's going to be all these other products that you have to buy afterwards. The door sensor, the temperature sensor, the camera, um, the bulb holder, etc. I think that's where you get people hooked with the cheap device and then you let them expand their network of, of connectivity and automation through um, the other products. I think what's going to be key for them, um, I don't know if you, I'm, I'm looking at some of the UI. The UI looks really nice, really clean. Mm -hmm. um, what does it look like? So I'm guessing that's a tablet. What does it look like from a phone? Because I think that's the other thing when you get into home automation. You get into home automation so you can automate things when you're in your house, but also automate things when you're not. Yeah, and does it do all that? So what's that What's that remote capability? I love the power usage. That's something I'm actually addicted to on the Nest. My monthly report, I'm like, ooh, what was my power savings last year? Or um, this month versus last month. What was it this month, this year versus this month a year ago? Like, how am I scoring against people? Um, that's where, like, I really enjoy the Nest. Not just that it's a learning thermostat, but... I can actually gauge how well I'm doing, and they've done a pretty good job on their mobile apps. That looks interesting. Um, but it, it also, at this, it, like when you talk about um, putting the, the mass profit margin on the product line, like mm -hmm. the sub product, product, that means I could get one of these max my TVs for every room in the house, relatively. Cool inexpensive next next week i'll i'll probably be talking about um i just did a major tivo overhaul around our house i think i think you mentioned that that that, that was coming up yeah and that while it's nice their equipment is not cheap by any means yeah so it's an investment so, so it, getting it's, it's devices, not like tossing a chromecast on every in, in right. every room of the house or anything like that uh, Missy, uh, you like I said, you went around and you talked to a lot of a lot of people too uh, with Dutters. Um, was there anything that really stuck out for you? Well, we talked to the Life Shell guys, and I like the concept. Um, essentially, it's a an adapted case for your smartphone because as a woman, it's it's geared toward specifically like campus based women uh, for for college, and you might not have your purse on you with your mace or your taser in it or you might not have you know some other personal item that that you carry 
a can of mace or you know a, a taser in type of thing this puts it on your smartphone but the nice thing about this technology is that it also comes with an app um, they're developing an application that you know say that something unfortunately did happen um, i would be able to literally at the touch of a, a button send out a beacon uh, that would alert other users that somebody needed help and that they would be able to either come and try to help me in the situation that I found myself in or, you know, call 911 and report that something is happening in this location. Um, they're still working on a lot of features as far as that's concerned, but uh, as far as their cases are concerned, they have two different cases. Uh, one has the, the pepper spray option and the other has uh, a frequency um, sound. So there's the pepper spray, this uh, capsi, capsi version here. I think and then you, whistle. I think you can one. see uh, see the pepper spray kind of breaks off the side there. These look different. Than, were there they're like other prototypes they were showing? Because these look a lot different than what I, I think I they think had on hand. I think that they did have different stuff that they were showing okay. there on hand. Um, they said that they were they've been working on a couple of different things to. Yeah, even this is saying image shown isn't representative of the final product. Um, the whistle version is is shipping in fall. They say. Uh, the capsi with the pepper spray um, is is still in development and not yet determined. And that's also dependent upon state. Yes. Whether or not your state allows you to carry and what regulations are permitted for it. Um, you know, so obviously if you're looking into that, make sure that you're allowed to carry it. Make sure that if you carry it, whether or not you have to have like a weapons permit type of thing to to be able to carry it. And, and we, I brought, I did bring up to them. I was like, you guys see the. Um, the uh, uh, taser cases uh, we talked about them on oh, the show yeah, we, we a while just back, about them. and they're like, yeah, yeah, they, they, but they haven't really caught on because everybody's kind of worried about their phone accidentally tasing them in their pocket. Yes, has <laughs> been has been an idea. And then the other question is, what does that do to your phone? That's true too. <laughs> I mean, a taser is a giant electrical surge. What does that do to my phone? Ah. <laughs> like, I tased the guy, but now I have to go buy a new iPhone. No, I can't call yeah. anybody to help me. I tased the guy, but I lost all my contacts. <laughs> oh, good, I have a picture of the guy. One thing, it's the other. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, but no, I, I liked that company. And like I said, these are all local, local companies here yeah. in the Pittsburgh area, yeah. which is amazing. Um, some of them have come through. We've talked about different Alpha Lab companies before. Um, some of these companies have been working with Alpha Lab, and, and this one in particular is—we uh, know this is the first time I knew about this. Uh, there's now an Alpha Lab gear, so it's actually a device-driven yeah, startup, the startup in, uh, 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 incubator, um, which presumably they're, they're running it out of right there in the south side, uh, where they do the rest of the Alpha Lab. Um, so that's that's really cool, and I don't know how long they've been. This is the first I really learned about it, so I, I don't I don't know like I don't even see anybody that's gone through it yet or anything. So good, nice, nice to see that they're expanding that aspect. Yes, definitely. So, um, but no, you know, aside from the cases, it was interesting the app, and I feel like they're in a very very beta state with this. But you did mention it briefly. Yeah, uh, they they seem to like you said I'm. My understanding is, like, like you just indicated, they're in a very beta stage. Mm -hmm. um, and a lot of people that we and, were talking to were. And that was just it. I mean, a lot of people that they met at this tech mixer um, 
they had to sign up for our mailing list options. Uh, actually, the LifeShell website has, you know, sign up for our mailing list. And they were talking about that one, one of the things they're looking to do is to run some testing on it and develop their network. So if you, you know, sign up for their list, that might be an option when, when they get to that point. Um, they sound like they're still early in stage on different things. Um, but yeah, it's, it's an idea that I think if done properly, can, can go somewhere. Yeah, it, it's, it's so, you, so the app was basically the way to describe it. And they really had a, here's a, oh, we do this and we'll, we'll have a panic button or something, right? Yeah. Um, that I, from what I understood, and, and I think you found a different drift than I did. My understanding was there's a panic button and there's like a dead man switch panic button you could use that's if you open up the app and you're like, don't feel safe. Um, and, and just in case you have that ready. Right, in case yeah. something gets something gets tries gets a drop on you, um, but there's also part of the app is you can have sound like maybe not a pure panic thing like I'm in a bad you know a woman's like I'm in a bad situation and you know, at a club or something like that yeah and then then anybody else with that app presumably I want to say it's going to be like a find my friends thing where your friends are connected to it you yeah know? And, and, and they said you would you see like you know. He described it as you would see all these blue dots that are all, all your friends or other people on this app, and there'd be a red dot of you in trouble, and all these people would come to you, and hopefully that would be something to discourage anything happening and not lead to the cops having to come in the first place. Yeah, because his his big thing was, if you call nine one one, the response time is ridiculous. What this network of people would allow would be a more instantaneous response. That, you know, if the if that button pops up on somebody's phone that you know somebody has initiated this i'm in danger and oh that's just like two blocks from me you know i'm gonna go that two blocks and, and see if i can help this person out that person two blocks away is going to get to you faster and quicker than than what the police would mm -hmm. um that then begs the question of are they promoting vigilante justice <laughs> <laughs> so wait missy are you saying that there's now going to be a bad signal app. That's kind, kind of, of what is, it is. Isn't it? I was, I was, yeah. I was thinking, uh, what was it? Uh, Police Academy Citizens on Patrol. Yes. <laughs> oh my goodness. And, and this is one only Mike's probably going to get here, but Mike, I'm thinking spider bots. Oh, sword. That's good. All right. <laughs> yep. 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 I just hope no one has goblin tattoos. I haven't gone that far, Mike. <laughs> um, but uh, but that, that's not all, of course. Um, I got I had a good conversation with uh, Diamond Kinetics. Look at the sweet website they got oh, going on you there. You liked these. Guys. I like these guys. You know, I, you had all sorts of fun with these guys. I I, I, I talked I talked with the one guy on here, and uh, I have his card somewhere. Um, it's upstairs. But basically, the idea is you coaches don't know what's happening with the swing. After all these years, you're watching it. You don't know what's really happening at several points of the swing of a bat. Right, and and I, and they're they're doing their pitch. And I'm like, okay, that sounds interesting. Like, and, and the whole idea is you 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 swing the bat and then you pull up the app has. Well, a, wait, wait a minute. There's what? a there's what you're missing is there is a sensor. Well, I'm getting to oh, that. Sorry, I'm sorry, getting sorry, to sorry, that. Sorry, you're talking about the app because because I didn't understand what they were doing. They just like, hey, we're gonna 
you're going to swing a bat and we don't know what's going on. Well, with our thing, you're going to. They had a minute. So there's that. So I went over because I'm like, how are you doing this? You know, the guy came over. I was like, okay, cool. How, how are you doing this? And he pulled a thing out of his pocket and it was a little sensor, a little round sensor about that big that fits right on the end of the bat, on the held hand, you know, the hand mm -hmm. part of the bat. Um, and basically because of where that is, you know, it's, it's got accelerometers or whatever in it, you know, um, so it feels the motion and based on knowing how long that bat is, it knows where the rest of the bat is. So now you know where like the, like, one thing he has explained was, you know, you, you could be having the full velocity of your swing is here or here, but not in the middle where it's connecting the ball. And that's the information you need. And there's a whole bunch of readouts that look really complicated, but still it's something more than you would have before. Um, this is <laughs> not new. This is something that is already being used um, in golf, it's very big. I was going to say because I actually was looking um, at Christmas time for something like this for a golf club. Mm -hmm. um, but they're expensive. I mean, you're talking. Oh yeah, and this is two hundred fifty, three hundred dollars. Oh yeah, and, oh yeah, for for a hobbyist. But I could see for high schools, colleges. I can and that see... they're talking to a lot of them, and I think yeah. they, I think they they <clears throat> might have some big league. Um, um, interest as well, which I think it would be very big for them. Well, um, but of course, if it's going to be like high schools and stuff, it's going to get to the big leagues. Mm -hmm. it's, it'll filter up, if, if nothing else. Uh, not only that, though, he said there's there's some are using these sensors for bowling uh, in Canada. There's a company doing it for hockey. And specifically, these guys have the IP to do it for baseball. They have the exclusivity to use this technology for okay. baseball. So that's so as far as any crossover, yes, it's the same technology, but they're like, we're the ones that are going to do it for baseball. So there's that. So there's no like, you know, oh well, everybody else is doing it, you know. Um, and, and so I thought they've done stuff like this with uh, like ESPN Sports Science. Really? Yeah, like I know because I know they do. Um, if it's like an MMA fight or something like that, they'll chart like how fast a kick can come into a bag, and mm -hmm. they'll put them in motion capture suits and everything like that, and they'll break it down like. Yeah, physics wise, like there, there's one on here about NCAA baseball and how like pitches come in, like what curvature the ball takes mm -hmm. and how quickly the bat's being swung around and everything. And a lot of that can be done with visual, I think, like speeds, you know, guns and stuff like that. Um, and, and, and that way I asked about that, I was like, well, is this something to a point where you're already getting a lot of, um, um, you know, how many stats pop up. They have a little box that says where the ball went, you know, right after the pitch and all that information. Like, are we going to get to a point where maybe this is attached to every bat in professional sports and we just get this big readout afterwards that they interpret for TV and, and now we have another data point at a certain, at a certain point? Um, which they sound like they hadn't thought of that <laughs> from when I talked to them. But it was just like, dude, it, it makes sense, right? Um, well, it's just built into every – one day it's built into every bat you buy. Yeah, or at least every MLB bat, right. you know, or something like that, you know. So I I could see that. Because well, they, they did something like that for, for hockey for a while, and I actually enjoyed it. I guess people on – people, other watchers must have been complaining. They were building a small chip into the puck. I remember that. So the glowing watch, puck effect. You could oh, yeah, get, the glowing puck. But you could also get the puck when it was behind the boards and the video camera couldn't see it. Mm -hmm. So you could follow it when it was mm -hmm. out. I believe, was blocked by I believe it was kind of a similar technology to what puts like the lines on, or like what follows the cars in NASCAR and mm -hmm. what puts the lines on, mm -hmm. on, on the football field. So I, I think it was something like that. 
Um, yeah, I think it was just like the hockey purists. But that was at that point where hockey was kind of trying to be more mainstream there, late 90s, early 2000s. Mm-hmm. And, you know, Fox... Fox, because uh, I think it's specifically Fox Sports that did that. And and the thing that I didn't like about that is they started like trailing, like the, like remember the mouse trails and like okay. Windows yeah. ninety five. They would make the <laughs> puck trail and it would have like these neon. They would have the neon glow. Wasn't a huge fan of that, but the but the ability to see what you couldn't normally see, kind of like this, is you're going to get information that you wouldn't normally yeah. get. I feel like that's something that if they did it now, might be a little better. Mm-hmm. Like that, they didn't have this neon crap going on. <laughs> like you're saying, are we going to get even data on the bat swing when the ball wasn't hit? Mm-hmm. Are you going to get are you going to get bat swing speed along with the pitch speed readout? It, it could bring a lot more information. I like the idea. <laughs> um, let's see. What else stuck one of, out? One of the other companies that I was interested in, and I didn't actually get an opportunity to talk to them was tailored fit yeah um great presentation but i didn't see a booth no and that was the thing is a couple of these companies didn't actually have booths but these folks i love this because they're essentially they're a personal shopper for clothing um you and you answer a few questions about your preferences and your styles you know they ask you do you like this do you like that type of thing and within a few moments they have perfect suggestions for you um katie liked the idea because she's extremely tall so for her to find, especially like pants and slacks that fit properly, she needs to go to either a specialty store to have them, you know, tailor made, or she needs to go through all sorts of stuff in order to find clothing that fits properly. Uh, so she was really keen on the idea because they take multiple websites. And the, the one thing that they did in their pitch was, yeah, there are sites that do this, but they don't give you a link to actually purchase it. What this does is they will actually show you, hey, we found this shirt. We think that you would like it. Oh, my gosh, I do like that. When you click on it, it takes you to the site where that shirt was so that you can purchase it directly from the from whoever's selling it. And it's there's a lot of different things through there. I'm actually going to be signing up for for their beta and checking some things out with it because clothes shopping is honestly one of the things that I hate the most Mm -hmm. because you either go into a boutique store and people follow you around because they're looking for commission. And it's like, I'm just looking, please just let me look, let me be happy. Don't stalk me. Or as in Katie's situation, you walk into a place that it's like, all right, they have three things in my size. I don't like any of them. So I'm, I'm hoping that this, if I can, sign up for their beta and, and their demo and stuff. Check it out. And I, I, It was definitely up. They, these guys won me over pitch-wise because it was the most classic uh, startup pitch that you've ever seen. Guy guy goes up there and he's like, you know, well-dressed and everything and says, it was a, uh, uh, you ever watch, some, watch somebody uh, uh, pick out a prom dress? It's like, I've been, <laughs> I've been watching girls pick out prom dresses for the last six months and it sucks. And that was like the beginning and it led into this oh, whole thing. And that was the other thing is like of all the presentations, that was that was completely the pitch guy that was like, yes, I like you. I don't know what you're selling, but I like you. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. Awesome. Anything else? To, uh, well, yeah, this is one that, uh, again, in the I wish I had 
met somebody from this. Um, again, they pitched. I, I happened across their card. I think they had a table. Uh, Flipback was one of them. The, the app's not out yet. This is an iPhone app kind of thing. And the whole idea is like you do a video, you flip out to your friends, and then like it, it comes back and you can just edit it all together. Um, I don't know like a really good reason to use this app. It's it feels like just another. Well, that's a cool idea, and we've experimented. I know I've experimented with uh, Norm uh, Hulesman that's been on the show before with some something like this, where a bunch of people at an event can shoot a video and you can mash it all together. But the way they pitched it, I I, I was very interested in like maybe pick this up and maybe like all the mayhem guys, you know, saying, "Hey guys." Let's throw out uh, reactions to tonight's Raw. And they all say, oh my God, just see this. Da, 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 da. And we throw, it, it comes all together. Again, not really knowing too much about this app. It's still, I, they haven't get notified uh, a link on here if you want to sign up for it. It's going to be iPhone at least. Uh, probably, uh, I don't know, they're showing off iPhone so far coming soon. Download yeah, they, the I didn't store. see any other logos but it's a uh, flip back f-l-i-k-b-a-k.com if you want to check that out as well did, did anyone or how was amplified you know that's a funny thing <laughs> let me tell you about amplified <laughs> i don't know anything about amplified um and, and it's weird because i ran into like somebody like i started talking with one of the guys from it like right before the end of the thing and then he had to go do something and actually said hey i know you and i'm like you look familiar too, but I couldn't place it, and then I never knew. <laughs> to add to the mystery of this company, um, and if I can remember from their pitch, because there's no information on their website, and I was even looking at their table, and I saw screens full of stats, uh, t-shirts with their logo, I think I have some stickers in my pocket, and didn't connect. The whole idea was, was um, about keeping engagement during the workday yes. for employees. And they actually have... I there's a, there's a lot of studies done about engaged employees being more effective and efficient. Um, there's th over three hundred billion billion dollars lost per year on on. You sound just like his pitch. Ineffective employees. <laughs> this but, is actually something that's huge in corporate America. Okay. And I think so. Corporate America is usually always behind, well behind the tech curve. Yeah. Um, we're well aware of gam gamification and things like that. They're just trying to start to use that this is like i hear about this once a week at work amplified no not the, the concept, the concept. Okay. yes okay um and and all the and it's in brainstorming sessions it's i mean i have have to attend a weekly meeting for strategic ideas on how to raise our engagement scores um so the if they're if they get out in front of this and mm -hmm. and they're kind of like playing the only one playing in that space, well, you can email them for details, <laughs> and that's about all you can do. The, yeah, I, that's yeah. what that's what kind of bummed me out. It's it, the email link is like mail to info and amplified, and then they have a Facebook and Twitter that's that has nothing going on with that's it. Not much going on. So my my, my question, yeah, I was wondering <laughs> were they were, were they one of the ones without the booth? But it, does, it sounds like no, they, they had, had a booth. They, they did have a booth. A booth but um, there was, I didn't have much for information. No, there wasn't much booth. information at all. And like you said, their concept when they were given their pitch, I'm like, that would be really handy because as an employee in corporate America, I do kind of get that eh, feeling. Well, well, the <laughs> the interesting thing is that it's an employee led retention program which means that management 
kind of sets the employees to do it themselves. So I can't imagine yeah. there being a huge, I, I could see them saying, you know, we're going to charge you a billion dollars because of, of everything this offers. But once you, uh, it's, it's almost like a set it and forget it from what it sounds like. I see you've already followed their Twitter. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so, and, and actually I'm not, I don't log in on Facebook on um, Chrome, but I'll make an exception just for them. Um, you you so so have they done the right thing by not telling us enough that we're just like I want to find out so much like, more because the, I'm so interested in the topic. Are they just weeding out the weirdos like me that are just kind of weirdly interested in these things? I don't I don't think so. <laughs> I, and my follow up question to that was going to be it. And unfortunately, I, I wasn't able to make the tech cocktail. But were there other companies there? Like, for instance, the pitch that um, I'm looking at some of these other than the Amplified. Like, for Diamond Kinetics, was, was, was there people there that would potentially be interested in using the product? Um, you know, I, this one thing I was unclear on for this event, and I think we talked about it. Because I think we, we sat there and we, we, we were just like, who was this event for? Right. Yeah. Like, I mean, we're not investors, you know. Um, there was definitely some developers there that were not attached to anything. Um, I think it was a oh gee, look at this, you know, kind of thing Which is about cool. everything. That's a, that's great. Mm -hmm. And 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 I I mean, if this comes back up, I'll definitely try to carve out. Time so I mean, I mean, it. I think it works as far as we're somebody that talks about these things and now you know you're now know a little bit more and might follow up on like say the mysterious amplified um but uh and i think there might be some other investors other people looking for hey you need developer you know kind of guys there too um but i wasn't entirely clear on the focus of the audience for this well it's interesting too because it sounds like a lot of these companies are at much different Oh, they're definitely very. Oh, levels. they were all over the place. Spots, spots in their life cycle. Oh yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. Absolutely. Uh, you, uh, what was the the tag along was at a? They just started their beta. They're an app. Well, they actually were one of one of my girlfriends is involved with the tag along mm -hmm. thing, and they did. It was like a weekend thing, literally like a month ago. Mm -hmm. that this group got together and created this. And, so. and the whole idea is it's a, kind of like a guided tour app. Um, like you're in a strip district and here's a bunch of, you know, sites. It's, it's, it's to promote local tourism. business and tourism to yeah. local businesses because, all right, I'm in a, I'm in a new city. What is there to do here? Where should I go for dinner? What should I do while I'm here? Um, it has the option that it gives you specific visit points based on the area. Um, it also has like me as an individual, if I did some touristy things in Pittsburgh, I could create my own agenda and then people, I could, I could upload that and share it through the site so that people could download Missy's agenda and do the touristy things that I wanted to do. Mm -hmm. um, so it's, it's kind of a, a social figuring out what's around you type of thing. Yeah, it, it, so that's something that was actually like doing something, you know, sounds like the kinetics guy had 
had something going on. They well, actually talking to him, they 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 already were getting contracts because you know I, that was one question I asked. I think of everybody was like, well, you know, how how are you getting any traction? Basically, was it was a question. Now, depending on what the topic was, it's like you know, I mean, they're selling you know somebody selling a box. They're not selling the box yet, you know. Um, but uh, you know, the Connects guys were like, yeah, we're we're in with you know a few interested parties, some teams and high schools and stuff like the athletic athlete tracks who missy i know you were familiar with because your boss's daughter's boyfriend fiance yes. fiance boyfriend boyfriend, boyfriend uh was was uh in, in, uh, part of that company um yeah it was and, interesting because my boss who's like not at all tech whatsoever mm-hmm. uh he's a he's an old he's, he's an old lawyer he's, a, he's as old as my dad yeah. is um have, has no interest in technology whatsoever. Like, can, God love him, can barely function on the stuff that he has. Usually he has a bunch of questions and he just does what he needs to do. But um, sends an email to the, to the company saying, hey, my daughter's boyfriend's company is participating in this tech cocktail event. Um, they're looking for votes because, mm-hmm. you know, they're, they're doing stuff based on a vote-based and, system. And these guys very much won. <laughs> can, you, can you please go vote? So... We pull up the email. I pull up the site. I'm like, I actually emailed him back and said, I am going to this event tomorrow night. So he, of course, was like, oh, you have to, ch- you have to, you know, chat up my, my daughter's boyfriend and, and let him know that, you know, he, let him know that you know me. So, uh, yeah, that actually started the conversation between Sorg and this guy because I went and introduced myself as his girlfriend's father's assistant. <laughs> yeah, that's not awkward at all, but. Yeah, it was it was an interesting. Um, essentially, what what their app does is imagine that you're part of the soccer mom community for for wherever you are. The coach normally has a list of parents, and if something happens, like if a game gets canceled, you have to call each parent, or they're on an emailing list, but not everybody utilizes the emailing list properly. This puts everything into a at your fingertips and i think it's even broader than that. it's about the entire um like a sports team uh uh plan you know yeah. like 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 the i uh, can't remember the name you know but but like a physical fitness plan for for a team or something um yeah. and, and it really connects that up so i'm like so 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 basically you have all this stuff in there and little jimmy's doing such and such in, in softball and now you know they can just shoot off an email from the system with all the stats and you no longer, you know, coach no longer has to have that face to face, and that's one less thing he needs to worry about. And oh my God, I got to manage all these kids and all this stuff. Um, that seems to be the gist of it. Uh, is just kind of uh, bringing all for, that, bringing yeah. all that together. So I mean, I, I caught more that it was a tracker kind of software for like an entire like program. You know, like I mean, they're showing even in this, like you know, you know, people running, people, you know, weightlifting and stuff, and just kind of keeping up on it. So, but it looks like it does bring up several aspects of that together. Yeah. What weightlifter brings his iPad to the gym? I want to know. That guy. Um, I bring my iPad to the gym. <laughs> I have my workout listed on there. All right. All right. I, I'm. I, it's a thing I do. <laughs> I used to, I used to put it on my iPod, but mm-hmm. since my iPod is. Less than reliable. I have. You can definitely this. tell this is a Pittsburgh-based company. I just saw a four-one-two shirt in that uh, video. Um, looks like it might be one of the Commonwealth ones. 
but uh, no, he, he said, and even in talking to him, like he said that um, a lot of uh, there's they have a few schools already already under the plan. Or, so um, yeah, uh, but no, yeah. Uh, if you want to see that entire list, uh, go over to SorgatronMedia.com. We got a list uh, with Tech Cocktail uh, talking about each of the companies and some of our thoughts on them. Uh, so uh, we hope to, you know, kind of keep an eye out. Maybe, maybe we can drag uh, a couple of these guys on the show and uh, talk to them a little more directly. Is this going to be like a quarterly event, yearly event? Um, their Once last one lifetime. was. This is their second. Um, last one was in October, so okay. it's not even yearly. <laughs> so. No, and they said he pretty much said that they're looking to do this more frequently, and mm-hmm. they they travel all over. I think we're the, kind of, yeah, they're they're all, all over the country. The place. Uh, I I I think they're they're testing the waters with Pittsburgh becoming one of the bigger ones for their thing because if you look to it like i always i have been like every time i go to this i, I was having trouble finding information and you look and like there, there's like national and then there's like atlanta austin boise boise chicago <laughs> dallas dc denver blah 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 new nyc san francisco but, you know no pittsburgh on there so it was kind of hard for me to figure what is happening with this thing um but there i mean they, there's a lot going on with these guys because apparently they have like their site is actually has a lot of articles about startups um i know they said because uh, you know the winners of the week and we all voted and stuff um would be featured and there's 200,000 readers on here and, and everything. So, I mean, it, it's like a news slash now they have a book about stuff for startups and slash um, a showcase. So, um, the very, just all around what the startup community looks like. So, um, it, it sounded pretty cool and kind of cool that they got to uh, get into Pittsburgh featured stuff and Alpha Lab getting featured as well. So, and now I know what Cavo is on the strip. <laughs> <laughs> yes so there you go um so that's tech cocktail mike do, do you have an awesome thing i do have an awesome thing sorg um it's very specific to my city it's something that you actually sent me a tweet about a couple months ago oh no what did and, i do oh uh, no 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 it's fine it's fine it, it wasn't like the uh the xbox controller you were talking about earlier oh yeah um, yeah <laughs> Um, it's the new interactive subway system maps Ooh. in New York City. Oh, I uh, remember. I remember sending you these because I'm like, hey, let me know how these are. <laughs> yeah. Um, I finally got to see one in Grand Central, and I think the one in Times Square is still being worked on. I don't remember it seeing it optimized in there yet. Mm-hmm. But um, it's definitely – I think it's more geared toward – Taurus, I think I think it's geared a little bit more toward because basically what it is the giant touch screen. It has um, for Grand Central. It has the subway lines that are listed. It has if there's any like uh, construction or anything like that, which is incredibly helpful. But um, then you can actually pan out to see the whole subway map of New York. You can click a stop that you want to get to. Like if you want to go to Coney Island, you can just click the Coney Island stop, and it will tell you how to get there from where you are. Like the easiest way to do that, barring uh, construction and things like that. And it's actually a really, really cool interface. But I think most people, like most people who live in New York City, don't necessarily need it just because they've been reading the subway map for years. But for people who aren't as familiar. 
it seems like a really awesome way to get around the city. In the in the directions thing, does it give the time of like the next train and and what the times are to, to switch trains? Um, it doesn't. It doesn't really do that. There are only certain subway stops, uh, subway lines that have like uh, five minutes to the up down one train. Five minutes till that comes in. There are only certain lines that do that. They're working on rolling that out for the rest of the lines, but right now they're focusing on like the big lines that go up and down all of Manhattan, basically. So I don't. I don't think that. I don't think that integrated into the thing. At least not that I saw yet. But once you actually go to the subway like platform, there you there, especially in Grand Central and Times Square, they have like the next train is coming in two mm -hmm. minutes or something like that. So they don't tell you when it's coming, but they tell you which way to go. I, I mean, I would love this even in Pittsburgh. Um, I think this should be in the mall. I think that you should be <laughs> everywhere, um, especially with, I mean, it's, a lot of the online map system, Google Maps, Apple, Apple Maps, whatever map system, you Waze, whatever, they do a pretty decent job. But if you're getting it backed by the, the like that's your yours is the MTA, um, ours mm -hmm. is Pat. Um, if you get it from them and you're getting data straight from them, like you're talking about, um, if there's construction or there's there's an issue on the rail, <clears throat> I I think this is much better in that case. Um, well. The, the thing from from an out, outsider's perspective, I, I see where you're going with. You know, is it that useful for for people from New York? I, I think if you if you're a person that was in New York, and, and I, I don't know, correct me if if, if I'm wrong. Um, obviously, people are taking public transportation a lot, um, and this mm -hmm. can help if you're going somewhere you don't typically go. So as as, a, as someone who rides the train here, I know the times. I, I know something simple. I know that my train comes at 7.50 in the morning and it comes every 12 minutes. I can then back calculate when earlier trains are coming and later trains are coming based on 12 minutes apart, whatever. Um, but if you said you're in the city and we want you to take the train to point XYZ or we you're going to have to transfer to a bus, etc. Um, and I have to be somewhere at a certain time that's where something like Google now is definitely going to probably do much better than this. But I think it's, it's, a, it's an area for them to grow in. Well, this is typically for when you're already in a subway station. Like it's not for when you're just setting off on a journey. When, if I have to go somewhere in the city where I don't know where it is, I use Hopstop. Okay. That, that's, that's me. Hopstop has been – and incredibly helpful to get me to areas like because that does kind of narrow down like a time yeah mm -hmm. when you can go and how long it'll take to get down there roughly and i use hopstop a little bit like that weird area when we didn't have google maps and we had apple maps with no transit mm -hmm. so yeah i was using hopstop for getting around here too so it seems like it's pretty good i could see how it'd be huge up there in new york and actually um i forgot i just recently downloaded this app that i found on twitter it's it's also from the MTA. It's called Bus Checker, so it's not for subways. But if you um, like, it'll just show you an Apple map of where you are, and then it shows all the bus stops around you. 
if you click on one of the bus stops, it'll tell you when the next bus is because they all have the little GPS wireless um, in each of the buses. So it'll tell you exactly what bus number is coming, when it's coming, and how long until you have the next one. That app has actually been incredibly helpful. Nice. Nice. Chilla, what do you got? So I got Chrome Remote Desktop, and this is something I've been oh, following. It's no. been it, it's been in beta for a while. Um, and interestingly enough, the beta was by invite only. And when I when I had originally read about it, I don't know how true the information was, but they were saying you know the beta was limited, extremely limited. It wasn't like you could get find someone or opt in or sign me up for the beta or it's Google Glass and it's going to be available to everyone for one day. Um, but this Chrome Remote Desktop gives you the capability to remotely control any machine um, that also has Chrome running on it. Um, when you think about, I know, I know you're a, Mike. You're a big user of Log Me In, or you were. Well, I still am. They are haven't you, cut shut me off yet. Oh, you, haven't, they haven't you know shut what's you off? so weird? <laughs> Apparently, generally. And I don't know if I'm just haven't hit the cutoff date, but the word was if you paid thirty dollars for that app on the iPhone, which I did, uh, apparently they're letting you have Pro, or at least you can use that app for Pro. Was my understanding? Oh, was my understanding. Now I'm still using the app on the desktop. Right. They 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 swapped it over so it's not in browser. So I I, I have that loaded upstairs and it's been pretty decent so far. Okay. So. So you're still using Log Me In. So, but, and, and I actually, as soon as they said, you know, everyone's going to get a, if you log in soon, you're going to get just pretty much get a 72 hour warning that you need to upgrade your account. I'm like, I'm not even ever logging in again. I removed it from my machines and, and I've used alternate methods in the interim, but this, this is something I'm definitely probably going to move to. I'm installing it right now. <laughs> 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 Let's see. So uh, I feel like there's going to be a number popping up that I, I shouldn't show anybody. User user screen sharing, perfect for remote technical support. This is for Grandpa. Uh, access your own computer from anywhere. Let's get started with that. Da da da. da. Enable connections. Something something. So oh, there's an and then there's an extra installer. So it's a bit of a process. It mm -hmm. seems so. Well, and then when you think about what it's doing. Oh I mean, yeah. But I. I um, this is definitely something. Now, I've used, have you used the remote desktop feature in Hangout? No. Because that's something that popped up, and I actually did use that with my grandfather a little bit ago. Um, no, if you go in, in uh, Hangout, one of those tools in the bar on the left is um, actually, Mike, you're on Hangout. Excuse me while I get in your face here a little bit. Uh, I believe it's this one. Yeah, remote desktop right there. No, the other way. Other way. It's right there. See that? Oh, look at that. <laughs> no, my left and my right, dork. <laughs> <laughs> um, but no, if you click that and then like if I... <laughs> Mike, indulge me. Um, I'm going to click remote desktop. I feel like I'm playing Nick Arcade and doing badly. And it gives me a little thing uh, about it. I say, okay, you got it. And I want to help help Mike. Mike, I'm going to help you. And now I'm waiting for you to respond. So, so I'm sure this was a major add-on for help outs. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. You bet it was. Uh, I don't know. Uh, Mike, it says you, you, you should be receiving some. There you go. I hope you don't have any porn in your desktop. And now I see uh, Mike's whoa. desktop that easy <laughs> and now i can move around his mouse a bit 
And uh, Sorg, this is scary. <laughs> let's see what's on his computer. What do you got in Firefox, Mike? <laughs> but you get Lots the idea. Lots of porn, Sorg. And then Lots of porn. Oh, no. Uh, so I hit N, and we're all done, and I'm back to just looking at Mike. So I actually, um, when I was working at IBM, we had something similar called IBM Ayudame, which is Spanish for help me, where no. you can contact. Um, it wasn't through, like, um, a video chat. All they, all you'd have to do is just look up your IP address and send it to them, mm-hmm. and then they put it into whatever program they had. Then they could just go balls out on your uh, desktop and fix whatever problem you had. So you've been using the beta, right, Chilla? No, so the beta was closed. Oh, okay. I couldn't. So is- I, I had no clue how to even get an invite. There, there was some information that leaked around the beta, mm-hmm. um, and then I recently found out within the last week that it left beta. And it's now out there available to everyone. Um, so I, I have a feeling I'm going to be throwing this on every machine I own. Because the one thing that gets... The, the one thing that I think keeps people from kind of doing this on their own and, hey, why do I need an app for this kind of thing, um, is that to come back in through your internet provider and then bounce through your router, etc., is is kind of a hassle. And this kind of keeps you as a, as a kind of an always-on state to get back to your home network, mm-hmm. um, which is something that's, that's important to me personally. Um, um, and now I'm getting some weird errors about you failed to start service. I might, might be because I didn't restart my browser. You, yeah, you probably have to, to you probably have, you may have to restart your browser. You may even have to restart your computer. If Maybe it's installing. A so service. is this one of those like like it always like I notice now I always I, I want to say regardless it always has a notifications for Google now. Uh, this will be something that runs in the background like that. Okay. So if you ever look at your task manager, there's like, even when Google Chrome is completely shut down, you're going to have like the Google helper service. Mm-hmm. You're going to have other things on the machine. Um, this is going to be another one of those. I actually, I, I threw Chrome. I, I have a, you know, those computers, like those same compacts that have been laying around here. Mm-hmm. I finally threw XP on one of them and I actually said, this is, it's slow. I'm just going to hook up the printer. This one we're going to do DVD printing on, right? Because I need a Windows machine. It's very slow, very, very slow. Uh, it's like a half a gig of memory. And it's not doing very well. Um, but uh, I noticed like, like, oh, wait, this Chrome thing keeps popping up. This Chrome, because it's not hidden like it is on these, these Windows 7 and 8 computers, right? Mm-hmm. So I'm like, no, go away. No, go away. No, go away. No, go away. I need all the memory I can get. Go away. <laughs> <laughs> so, so that's been kind of a battle that I've, I've been uh, endeavoring in the last week. No, this is awesome. It's good to have it. Yeah, I tried TeamViewer. I think you mm-hmm. introduced me to. Uh, but I was like, wow, this is still working, so I'm going to keep using it. Yeah, if you already have everything already set up. Yeah. I just look at it as. The big thing is, well, you know, I, I have those iPad 1s. And mm-hmm. when I'm sitting there and I don't want a laptop and and um, I want to do something, if I don't want to be the crappy iPad 1 iOS 5 app, I would just pull it up and start working on my computer upstairs with my little keyboard and propped up iPad on my lap sitting in the chair. And I'm able to do real work, real website you know, interactions on there. The, the unfortunate thing is, is this, that's one device that this won't work on. Exactly. That's where I'm having a problem with this. <laughs> you could, I, you I wonder if they'll have, Nexus. maybe they'll have an app for that eventually. What's that? You could use your Nexus. Really? Yeah. They have a version of this, like, or it just happens in the Chrome, so it's okay. No, it's in the Google Play Store. It's in a Google Play Store? Oh, <laughs> oh on the device. We're making this there's, happen. There's two, there's a second, there's a second link. Where's the button Wait on a minute. this thing? 
if you go to the life hacker article and you look at it they're showing someone remoting from it's called chrome remote desktop in google play um, they're showing someone on an android device controlling a windows 7 device wherever it might be chrome remote desktop is happening right now and said so in, in review the brief test the connections was increasing Incredibly smooth over both Wi-Fi and LTE, oh, though your mileage may vary. So I'm downloading. I'm down. Missy, you had you were raising your hand. Yeah, I was. I was going to let you know that um, Doug Durda is in fact still watching the show. Oh he's, hi! He's in the chat room. Hi Doug. And he's commented that he's used that in Google Hangouts to help his mom with her machine. Dude, it's a, it's the ultimate like parent help tool. He he says it was more difficult to get her to actually click the link, the Hangout link in the email. <laughs> like, that's what he specifically says. Oh, and Doug, I have to say, oh, he's high. Oh, and Doug, I have to say, I have. Uh, you notice we started a new show that we have a lot of maybe not so Google Hangout affluent doctors, um, and I've been doing a lot of stuff with that lately. Your tip about putting the link from the Hangout in the chat to get them to click on it has been invaluable for me the last two weeks. I, I just want to make sure, I, I'm meaning to say something about that. So what was that tip? Uh, if you, now I don't know why, like Mike's doesn't do this, but I know at least on Windows or on the Mac it does this, like like the Hangout window, like what Mike, I'm going to use as an example here, since you're the Hangout. Okay. okay. <laughs> but typically, um, and he's cropped off here on the shot you guys have, but in his window at the top, you'll see the address. Mm -hmm. If you, Or actually, if I right click, it'll probably bring up a, an address bar. If you take that address bar, that's going specifically to that Hangout. That hangout. And if you put that, like say in the chat or an email, they'll drop right into that hangout. Ah. They'll be like, do you want to join this hangout thing? Because I think we were, at the time, we were doing a hangout on air. Mm -hmm. um, and and that's one way, because that's the weird, weird thing. I owe you slice. Come over and get your slice of slice. We got a couple left over here. Um, that, that What was I saying? What was I talking about? Um, the dropping the in. Dropping in. The dropping in. And it'll, it'll drop you right into the hangout. Drop in the hangout. It'll, it'll give the whole, hey, you're doing a uh, live thing because we were broadcasting. Um, and you're good to go. So, uh, because, uh, oh, yeah, because uh, Google changes crap so freaking much. And it's hard to explain. How do I find the hangout you just invited me to? Mm -hmm. Sometimes it doesn't come through as a call for whatever reason because they're not on the right page that they think they are or it doesn't pop up, or sometimes it pops up in their timeline, sometimes they have to go to my page, sometimes they just go to Hangouts, sometimes they just go to the chat. It, it, it's it's not uniform enough. Like there's no, there's this thing right here that says you have a Hangout waiting and you click it and it's it, that's it. Mm -hmm. Like it just, sometimes it just doesn't show. And um, versus you're getting a call on Skype, you're gonna freaking know it, mm -hmm. you know? Um, yet when somebody calls me on Google voice, every device in the house goes off. You know, I don't get it. <laughs> I don't get it. Um, which is nice. Cause that's kind of a clue. Cause like somebody called me earlier and I'm like, who the heck is this calling me? And then I heard all the rest of the devices down here going off. I'm like, Oh, this must be somebody calling me for such and such. I'm going to answer. So are, are, is your, for like iOS or, or other things, are you using Talkatone at all? No. Okay. Is that the that's actually connects with voice, doesn't it? That connects with voice, and it it actually lets you like make a voice call from an iPad or. A, or, or okay, this I, I heard about on on Twitter this week yeah. actually. So I've it, used I I've used that a lot in the past. Now now I know 
to support you go with that and, and you know in case you guys want to go check out talk and tone uh, the word is that uh, Google Voice is going to uh, uh, smush in with Hangout very soon. And the worry, is unconfirmed worry, is stuff, certain features from Google Voice won't carry over. Like maybe the connections that allow something like that to happen. Um, so keep an eye out for that. Uh, if you are using Google Voice, we use it. I have a business number through it for Sorgatron Media. Um, that way I know, okay, this is coming for this. So I know to hang it, you know, I know how to, you know, to handle it differently, you know, or something like that, or let it go to voicemail and I know I'll get a text, you know, mm-hmm. um, in my email. Um, or if I now to service and I'm on a computer that is connected, you know, or something like that. Uh, and we also use it for the, uh, voicemail for wrestling mayhem show. It's been very handy for that. So awesome. All right. Well, we got a few other things. We'll touch on here briefly. Um, Missy, you found something. I did? You you found that Apple Maps found something. Oh, I, I did. I can't actually take uh, full credit for that. I was hanging out on my social medias, and my friend Andy Quayle actually had posted this, I believe, on Facebook. We all know uh, that... Techbird.com? I think so. I think you're right. I just want to give him a plug since we're yeah. bringing him up. Yeah, no, it's, it's cool. Well, I, I felt I felt that I should because it was his link that I clicked. Um, Apple Maps has apparently found the Loch Ness monster. There you go. There's the from listen from the Telegraph. Uh, yeah, they're doing the the Apple Maps imaging, and this is the image that was apparently found. I think it's a giant, giant, no, no, giant jellyfish. It's <laughs> even worse. No, I think, I think I know what this is. Um, I remember a couple weeks ago, I was actually just you know looking around on maps, and I looked up Loch Ness. That is not the Loch Ness monster. That is a Lapras. Lapras. What is that? That is a Lapras. That is a Pokemon. Ah. <laughs> We, we took, it all comes from Everything's circle. a Pokemon. This is a Pokemon? You thought Kane was a Pokemon Sorg. last night on Raw? Sorg, it was only three weeks ago I saw Lapras in Loch Ness. It was only three weeks ago, Sorg. We talked about it. We talked about it. It was on April 1st. I saw a Lapras in, Noc- that, in Loch Ness. Uh, that's right. <laughs> you did. Oh, no, the Pokemon <laughs> thing. I know. I remember now. Wow! I was waiting for you to get it, Sark. Wow! In the, in the article, it yeah. says it looks like a boat wake, but the boat's missing. I, I read another article where they were saying that they photoshopped the boat out of the picture. Yeah, I mean, there's there's lots of stuff that could have actually been done. Do I actually think it's the Loch Ness monster? Yeah, definitely not. But it was just kind of one of those fun. Hmm. It is fun. Like I wish there were, they should like somehow mark all these different things you should create a social media site out of crazy stuff found on map apps oh absolutely <clears throat> chilla what is this about mac os so mac os they're they're opening the betas to the public okay anybody with a mac device and and an itunes account or app store account is now able to register and download beta versions of the OS prior to release. You no this longer have to be dangerous. a developer. This is dangerous. 
so so I, I I'll be interested to see how they take this going forward. The the beta that's currently going on is is well into releases mm -hmm. um, of the beta. Um, I don't think you're gonna. It'll be interesting to see if they give you like the real like day one betas, um, or if they're gonna keep it like Microsoft did with the preview. I think as people are becoming amateur developers or you want to give someone the capability to really fully test something prior to the release um, so your stuff's ready day one um, even, I even I just like think developing stuff like um, okay uh, everybody's gonna be a Mavericks I gotta put this computer on Mavericks can I load it on one of these other ones and see if Wirecast works with it exactly. you know am I going to have a problem like oh no maybe you should hold off on that machine that has that you know mm -hmm. uh, yeah I, I feel like yeah well and I feel like I, so so in the iOS beta um, I have access to iOS betas not because I'm a developer not because I have a developer account because I actually have what's called an iOS for IT account it's for information technology professionals and so you make sure it works with all the stuff you have in your company right but one would think the main stuff I'm testing is other people's apps, mm -hmm. other major companies' apps that we leverage. One would think they would be doing this testing. Why am I finding through the beta process issues that I then submit to them, not to Apple, because it's this third party. Okay, okay. And, and they say, oh, we weren't aware of that. Thank you for catching that. I have a counter. <laughs> Unless you, you're telling me they're like super obvious things that maybe these guys maybe you should have looked once and found um um i have a counter uh these companies can't catch everything and now that you are out there in the beta waters finding these things as well now you're an extra beta tester because i mean the more eyes the better right i mean how many things right. don't come up until uh ios goes out into millions of iphones mm -hmm. you know this was something so you know how you launch an app for the first time, and if it needs access to the microphone, it says, do you want to give access to the microphone? Yeah. Do you want to give access to contacts, photos, etc.? This was, if you answered no to contacts, it would crash the app. Oh, <laughs> it wow. was it was something they should have definitely tested. Okay. Wow. But, okay. <laughs> um, but, no, I, I agree with you, though. And, and I think, too, if you're willing, like like I said, I, I was willing to do the eight Windows 8 preview, 8.1 preview. Um, knew it, knowing full well that I'd have to rebuild the machine. Um, I was willing. Yeah, you got a comment. <laughs> Windows did it first. <laughs> That's very true. And it, That's yeah, they from did. Kraus, of course. And and Kraus Kraus is running to get the Windows. Down. He's running the Windows Phone eight one. Okay. And and I think what you're going to see is the public release is going to be closer to the real release. Did this in, does this include iOS? No, but oh, yeah. I have a feeling probably. It's probably iOS. I mean, we're 8. not there yet. Like, well, like, like, probably like WWDC. Some of us will get, we'll be able to get access to eight, eight iOS eight. Yeah. yeah. And and the one thing is, is I don't, I don't know how you. Um, rarely do you see beta access to, to dot releases. Usually, the beta releases are really in the 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 seven dot o eight dot o six dot o realm. Um, rarely do you see unless they're making some some really big changes in, in a point release like your 7.1 i had no access to the 7.1 beta i had no access 7.1.1 release today i had no access to that um so i, I think it's going to be your your major 
uh, well, this is 10.9.3 that they're given access to. So, mm -hmm. um, like, I, maybe you pro probably won't get 10.10, but you'll get 10.10. As a developer, <laughs> or as a as a producer of things that need to get out, I'm not touching it. Yeah. Not touching it. Not big enough to throw it on one for somebody to work on and find the problems. Yeah. So, but no, but still cool that they're they're kind of. Well, this is out. something for me. I need to be aware of all of the mm -hmm. capabilities day one. Yes. So this is something I probably won't load on my main machine, but I'll definitely be loading on on some kind of device. Um, <laughs> um, I, I don't know. I, I find it very interesting because it gives you that glimpse into what's up and coming. Um, keeping in mind also that Apple's been pretty good at keeping things hidden up until a final final release where all of a sudden going from beta 6 to beta 7 you get a bunch of feature functionality that wasn't there. Mm -hmm. Awesome. Powdered alcohol. Yeah, I thought this was it's outlawed in the United States right now or it's not approved in the really? United States. Like that doesn't seem like something we would outlaw. Yeah, what, what? I'm guessing it's FDA. It needs FDA approval. Okay. I, I, didn't, I didn't read the, uh, the, the small print on this. But pretty much what it allows you to do is take any kind of alcohol and they turn it into a powder. And, and the two examples they use are you could take this powder and sprinkle it over your salad. And now your salad is alcohol filled with sal alcohol. Alcohol salad? Yeah. But this then is the a great idea. I'm I'm back around. <laughs> or they said the other thing you could do, obviously, is bring the powder with you, mix it with water, and then you have the drink of your choice. That they've already worked out things like uh, margaritas um, would one they would have premix. You just add water, and boom, it's a margarita. Or wow. like a, um, any obviously anything um, gin and tonic wouldn't work. Um, because it's tonic, is the is the is fizzy. But I, I mean, you can think about all of the mojitos, anything like that. Think of like the. Have you seen the Kool Aid packets that are like premix Kool Aid with the sugar? You rip it open, put it in a plastic bottle, shake it up, and you have your oh, Kool Aid. Very familiar with that. Okay, so now you have like a a booze drink. You you bring your bottle of water, you throw it in there, bam. This, looks, this seems like it could cause a lot of problems for parents of younger children if there's a mix-up. Oh, I'm sure. <laughs> I guess that's the problem. <laughs> I guess that's what that's that's the thing. That's the problem we weren't seeing. Well, and look at the kids that were were getting in trouble for smoking alcohol, where they they do something where they deep freeze it. I've not <laughs> heard of this. Yeah, you can actually like. Is it freezer was there sh something where they were like shooting vodka up their butts that that's happened yep. yeah yeah that um, that that's still happens that's still of course it still happens um kids do weird crap i remember doing weird crap when i was yeah yeah <laughs> I, I just look at it as nice as you know you're going to the beach or you're going to some kind of event you, you don't have to pack a bunch of others you just a couple bottles of water or bring these things with you and buy water at the location all of a sudden, um, different uh, event venues will spike sales of water because booze is so expensive there. Oh, yeah. <laughs> mm -hmm. Well, I'm thinking of it from a different perspective because I do a lot of baking. Mm -hmm. oh. And it'd be the equivalent of like powdered milk in 
recipes, mm-hmm. once you add the water, it makes it, it, it does fun stuff with the, with the cake. If you, if you do it that way, um, I wonder what the alcohol would do. Cause I've done booze infused cupcakes, mm-hmm. but just the last I replaced, couple weekends ago, I replaced the water content with alcohol mm-hmm. and it generally burns off. But if I were to put like, you know, a quarter cup of booze in, I don't think that in would. In the icing. Oh no, no, the icing, I do the icing. The okay. icing, I replace water in the icing. But if I'm doing like actual booze cupcakes, I will, like uh, the wedding that I did, I replaced Guinness with, uh, I used Guinness instead of the the water. So okay. when it calls for, you know, a cup and a half of water, I used a cup and a half of Guinness. Nice. The booze Guys, I, I think you're thinking too small of a scale on this. <laughs> what, are, what are you thinking there, Mike? Bathtub mixers. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> Everyone gather around the bathtub with a straw. Just lay down just lay down some saran wrap in the bathtub. Get a Costco bag of crazy straws, turn that faucet on, <laughs> pour a bunch of packets in, and boom, you got a party. I'm better else like mommy has had a really rough day. This is not a bubble bath. <laughs> <laughs> this is not a bubble bath. This is not a bubble anyone dunking their head in will have to be held by their ankles. Like a keg stand. <laughs> wow. <laughs> what would be interesting is if you could get it into the water stream after the the um, filtration <laughs> process. Now, would it be easier for kids to spike the punch bowl at? Oh yeah! Definitely. Oh yeah! <laughs> oh no! Oh man! That's that's yeah. That's totally happening. The, the, oh, you know, if you could, if you could create some kind of powdered dispersal system, you could spike the water fountains in your school. Oh wow! Yeah. <laughs> this this could be. You could spike the water intake to entire buildings. Yep. Yeah, that's what I was just thinking. Is <laughs> I could, you know, easily do that with my building. <laughs> wow well, like starbucks has one of those triple filter systems in all their stores yeah if you had access to it you could get in post filter and every all the liquids flowing out of starbucks would then be and we don't need starbucks to become more popular <laughs> <laughs> they're already going to sell wine in big cities soon mm. they're in a hotel room over the weekend like there's just like starbucks cups I'm like what is this um Oh, ice machines. (laughs) That's brilliant. Ice machines. Wow. Mike, I think we should make it our goal to intoxicate America for one day. (laughs) (laughs) I think you guys have a pretty good I believe uh, that happens around the middle of March. A lot Mm -hmm. of people were green. Yeah. Guys, and also 420. Um... That's a different kind of intoxication. While we uh, plot our next act here. (laughs) Uh, Thanks, Mad Mike, for joining us. Mad Mike 4883 joins us on the Wrestling Mayhem Show and very often on the movie, Rambling Movie Minute with Malengo. We watch the movies. Yeah. On the couch. Chilla. Uh, Do you have anything for the calendar this week? I just threw in Google I.O. and WWDC coming up. They're they're a ways out. Yeah, they're coming. They're coming. We're on our way. 
iOS 7.1.1 release today. Yeah, I still haven't updated yet. Be our last. I, 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 was, I think I mentioned I updated my Google Glass, and then it ran out of the entire battery in like like 30 minutes, and then like I heard sounds but saw nothing, so I'm wondering what's going on there. Is it charging uh, Is it charging now and seems uh, to be holding? It is now charging. Oh, actually, that's a weird thing going on. I've never seen a half-life like that Did before. you break your phone? Or oh, your no. glass. Oh, hopefully they sent me a new one if that's the case. Oh, there's something on the screen. Sorg. I'll check that off there. Sorg, hmm. Sorg, since your glass is charging right now, 8 equals 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 capital D. <laughs> <laughs> Guys, it's been the awesome cast. You can join us, of course, here <laughs> Tuesdays and 8 equal equal D me in person uh, at live.circuitronmedia.com, <laughs> 6.30 p.m. Eastern Time. What? What? That doesn't sound good, That would be a good show That's... title if you actually spelled it out like E-I-G-H-T. Eight equals yeah. equals equals D. D. Yeah. yeah. Tilda. Tilda. <laughs> <laughs> that is the dirtiest, geekiest thing ever. Um, you can send us your ASCII art at... at at Awesome Cast on Twitter um, or on our Facebook and Google Plus pages. Uh, you can join us at awesomecast.com. Find out all the episodes and everything. Awesomecast at sorgatronmedia.com if you want to email your ASCII art personally. Um, and where also you can find us on audio and video on iTunes, Roku, okay. Blip TV, and YouTube <laughs> as well. Thank you tonight, Missy, for helping, oh, for being on the show. I, I do thank being you. on Yay. the show and doing <laughs> tweets and doing the show notes for tonight, of course. Filling in, uh, of course. Uh, so, uh, with that, thank you for an awesome chat room. I've been just great all night. Uh, just seeing crack, uh, cars trying to get keep Kraus uh, settled down has been entertaining. Um, and everybody else in there. A lot of people in there tonight. Good to see. Um, so, thank you to our awesome chat room. Uh, you've been our awesome audience. Have an awesome week. <laughs>